1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. March 24th, 1958. The press dubbed it Black Monday.
0: The tempo is hut, two, three, four, for Private Presley. The king of rock and roll will be keeping time to non-hip bugle calls.
1: That day, Elvis Presley reported for duty in the U.S. Army and for a haircut at Fort Chaffee, Arkansas, along with about 70 reporters and photographers.
0: the gyrating guitarist's departure from the public eye left his blue jean fans all shook up, so we hear. But Elvis doesn't seem to mind at all.
1: An army barber shaved off the king's rebellious sideburns and dark locks as the cameras flashed. Elvis joked as his hair fell to the floor, well, hair today, gone tomorrow. I'm Sean Braswell. Welcome to another bonus episode of Flashback on a fateful moment from history. Black Monday marked the start of a two-year military hiatus for the most famous person on the planet. It was a day that changed the course of Elvis' life and career. But it would do even more than that. In 1958, the 23-year-old sex symbol was at the very peak of his era-defining powers. And the loss of that famous hair? And his temporary disappearance from the public eye would impact the course of American music and pop culture for years to come.
0: There he is, the new singing sensation all over the country, Elvis Presley. <laughs>
1: The young, hip-thrusting Elvis Presley exploded out of almost every television set in America in 1956. The cocky, handsome singer was an instant icon, one that threatened the very conformity at the heart of 1950s America. To watch Elvis gyrate on the Milton Berle Show seems rather tame to us today, but during the King's three-minute performance of Hound Dog, you can almost feel American culture shifting in real-time before your very eyes. the blowback against Presley's animal magnetism was equally potent. Music critics were quick to condemn Pelvis Presley as a sex exhibitionist. A convention of high school principals voted to ban blue jeans and Presley's signature ducktail hairstyle. A judge in Florida even threatened to arrest him, and talking heads took to the airwaves to warn the nation about him.
0: I suspect that some of you are going to be surprised at the subject of this telecast.
1: This is political journalist Drew Pearson on the 1950s news program he hosted called the Washington Merry-Go-Round.
0: Because today I want to relax a bit and report some inside facts about a young man who's become the rage of millions of teenagers and who has some of our experts on juvenile delinquency just about as worried as the teenagers are crazy. I refer to Elvis Presley.
1: Drew Pearson was a renegade journalist one who also reported gossip and rumors and innuendo, kind of the TMZ of his time. He'd taken on powerful figures from General Patton to Joseph McCarthy, whose actions he thought posed threats to the country. And in 1956, he put aside the political theater and turned his attention to America's latest and greatest threat.
2: If you look
0: back, you'll recall the famed matinee idols who preceded Presley worked hard for their success. But Elvis Presley, was a truck driver who still can't read music and whose main appeal appears to be, frankly, sex.
1: Pearson predicted that if parents ignored Elvis, their teenagers would too.
0: And if Presley finally learns that vulgarity is not the way to permanent success, and if he works hard, which he's never done before, I further predict he'll find a less spectacular but steadier place in our entertainment world. If he does not, then I predict Elvis Presley's star will fall as rapidly as it rose.
1: And on January 8, 1957, Elvis' 22nd birthday, Pearson got his wish. The Memphis Draft Board announced that Presley would serve two years in the U.S. military. A year later, he reported for duty. Elvis was on his way to a less spectacular and steadier place in the entertainment world, just as Pearson had predicted. And nothing would ever quite be the same. The news of Elvis being drafted raised many questions. How could the most popular man in America serve his country best? Should he entertain the troops instead of serving alongside them? And perhaps most importantly, what did it mean for his hair? Hundreds of concerned female citizens wrote letters to President Dwight D. Eisenhower to plea for clemency before it went under the knife. One U.S. Senator even petitioned for the king to get an exemption from the standard GI buzz cut. Elvis tried neither to escape his service nor the mandatory haircut, and so America's Samson was publicly shorn of his potent locks, even if, as Time magazine reported afterward, the haircut left him still looking much too dreamy for the army. Elvis assigned to a base in West Germany, where he drove a truck, drew an $82 paycheck, and remained relatively inconspicuous.
0: Elvis, do the other soldiers give you a rough time because you're famous? No, sir, I was very surprised. Uh, I've never met a a better group of boys in my life.
1: Elvis also encountered two other things in Germany that would change his life. One was his future wife, Priscilla, the teenage daughter of a U.S. Army colonel. The second, the amphetamines shared with him by a fellow soldier, which started a battle with drug addiction that would last for years. Elvis Presley was honorably discharged from active duty on March 5th, 1960.
0: At Fort Dix, New Jersey, newsreels, TV, the press, the lot, told the world how Elvis came marching home. For 17 interminable months, the Cats hadn't seen him. What a price to pay for national defense. Sobering army life changed your mind about rock and roll? Sobering army life. (laughs) Uh... No, it hasn't. It, it hasn't. It hasn't changed my mind because I was in tanks for a long time. You see, and uh, they rock and roll quite a bit.
1: Elvis might not have changed his mind about rock and roll, but rock and roll changed rapidly while he was away. Not only was the King out of commission, but rockers Chuck Berry and Jerry Lee Lewis also fell from grace thanks to scandals tied to teenage girls. And then.
0: We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Three young singers who soared to the heights of show business on the current rock and roll craze were killed today in the crash of a light plane in an Iowa snow flurry.
1: The deaths of Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valens in a 1959 plane crash sent the music world and the country into shock. It was a bleak time for rock and roll, but many held out hope that the return of the king to his throne would change all that. They were soon disappointed. Elvis's first televised performance after returning stateside was much different than the ones that electrified the country just four years earlier. The King's hair had grown back out, but without his trademark sideburns. Dressed in a tuxedo, he sang mild duets with the aging crooner Frank Sinatra.
0: Love me tender, love me sweet, never let me go. You have made my life complete. I love you so Those in my hair that stairs, that my bare is Lovely,
1: tender, Elvis looks rusty, distant, out of place. He sounds like he's trying to sing in a foreign language. He even screws up the lyrics to witchcraft. It was clear to many observers that Elvis had lost more than his sideburns and his pelvic thrusts. He'd lost his edge, his own witchcraft, and worse, he'd gone mainstream. As a New York Times critic put it, "Elvis's recent liberation from the army to co-star with Sinatra was one of the most irritating events since the invention of itching powder. Elvis still had hits left in him like Are You Lonesome Tonight and The Years Ahead, but he was not the same barrier-breaking performer. He descended further into drug addiction. Eventually, he quit touring entirely for eight years to focus on Hollywood and other projects before his untimely death from a heart attack at age 42.
0: Thousands today still in shock over the death of singer Elvis Presley. President Carter today called him a symbol of the vitality, rebelliousness, and good humor of this country and said that his death deprives our country of a part of itself.
1: Elvis had a remarkable career and millions of devoted fans. But it's hard not to wonder what if. What if he'd never lost two years of his prime to the army? What if he'd never become addicted to drugs? How might the landscapes of rock and roll in American culture have been altered? Would the countercultural revolution that came later in the 1960s have happened much sooner? We'll never really know. Don McLean famously called the airplane crash that killed Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valens the day the music died in his song American Pie. But some music historians instead date that moment to an earlier day the morning when Elvis turned up for his haircut at Fort Chaffee, Arkansas. That government-issued haircut and the two years of service that followed it not only blunted the sex appeal of the nation's biggest rebel, but shifted his mindset as well. The norm-busting, hip-thrusting singer who had unleashed teenage riots was eager not to stand out in Germany, to serve just like any other soldier, to have the same haircut as everyone else. And when he returned home, Elvis was also ready to fit in.
0: Elvis, do you think the uh, music has changed since you've been out of the service? I mean, since you've been in the service? Possibly, yes. I, 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 I can't say really. I haven't been here long enough to even know the The only thing I can say is that uh, uh, if it has changed, well, I would be foolish not to try to change with it, you know.
1: Flashback is written and hosted by me, Sean Braswell, senior writer and executive producer at Aussie. It was edited by Maeve McGoran and produced by Tracy Moran and Iori Odegizuwa. Chris Hoff engineered our show. Make sure to subscribe to Flashback on the iHeartRadio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts.
2: If you love comedy movies and Hollywood satire, you're going to want to listen to a brand new podcast called Get It to Dutch.
1: In Get It to Dutch, we play three aspiring screenwriters on a quest to get a script to big-time Hollywood producer Dutch Huxley. Each week on the podcast, we perform a movie script right before your ears. It's like going to a movie with your eyes closed. And we have amazing guest stars including Tim Robinson,
2: Rob Hubel, Lily Sullivan, Jamie Moyer, and Weird Al Yankovic.
1: Listen to Get It to Dutch, a screenwriter's journey on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.